0: that's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Liz Wheeler Show. I'm Liz Wheeler. Happy almost Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, of course, is tomorrow. I hope you guys all have fun plans to stuff your faces <laughs> and be with family. Um, I don't know about you, but my favorite thing about Thanksgiving is definitely the stuffing. I mean, turkey be damned. stuffing is Stuffing is my thing all the way. Um, I also, I also, my favorite dessert for Thanksgiving is not maybe traditionally a Thanksgiving dish, but I think it's pretty delicious. It's called Blondies. It's like a blonde version of brownies, and I could pretty much eat the whole pan myself, which I plan to do tomorrow. So um, I hope you guys have similar plans. We'll, We'll have to touch base and see and see if everybody pigged out. But what are we going to talk about today? We have a few things to talk about before we all check out for the holiday mentality this weekend. What I wanna talk about is what's happening at the World Cup. I don't know if you guys have been following this, but there's been just a little bit of controversy surrounding the World Cup being held in Qatar. Qatar or Qatar. Some people pronounce the the name of this country in two very, very different ways. I'm going with Qatar because that's what I prefer to say. But Qatar is a uh, predominantly Muslim country with very, very restrictive laws. It's actually very odd that the World Cup is being hosted in this country at all given the human rights abuses that this country has inflicted on, on its people. But what's more is the left's reaction to the World Cup being held in Qatar is very telling, given their behavior on a couple of cultural topics here. Um, What I mean by that is I wanna talk about what the World Cup has in common with Jojo Siwa. If you don't know who Jojo Siwa is, that's okay. She is a Gen Z influencer. She's probably about 18 years old. She's basically just past childhood, but she was a childhood YouTube star. That's how she started. Now she's 18, she identifies as some kind of LGBTQ, I don't know exactly exactly what, but she's having a feud with everyone's favorite uh, Christmas movie star, Candace Cameron Bure, so I wanna talk about that. And believe it or not, there, there is a tie-in to the World Cup with this story, which I wanna break down with you. And then the Balenciaga, um, I don't even know what word to use to describe this, the horrendous ad campaign, that they published showing children, actually toddlers, not even children, toddlers with BDSM bondage gear. And uh, they've issued an apology, but um, this also has a tie-in to the World Cup and to the JoJo Siwa story. So let's start untangling this, shall we? Okay, I like Be More Organics and I think you guys will too because did you know that poor sleep can cause weight gain or mood issues? It can cause poor mental health and lower productivity. And did you know that if you sleep less than six to seven hours per night, it can be linked to reduced white blood cell count? Not exactly what any of us want to be happening in our bodies during the peak of flu season here. Well, not many people realize this, but having a consistent nighttime routine, it's super important, not just how you feel overall, whether you're tired or not, but to your body's overall health, the health of your immune system. So let me tell you, a better tomorrow can start tonight. I want to introduce to you Beam Dream. Beam is the world's most innovative functional wellness brand with unique products for everything from sleep to recovery. And today I got you a really special deal, a discount just for you. It's available for Beam's sleep product. It's called Dream Powder. It's their best-selling healthy hot cocoa. It contains natural, sleep-promoting, premium ingredients, triple lab-tested, no THC, and you wake up refreshed. 98% of people surveyed fall asleep faster when taking Beam Dream, and 99% of people experience better sleep quality. All you have to do is mix Beam Dream into hot water or milk, stir it up, and enjoy it 30 minutes before bedtime. If you don't love it, you can get your money back guaranteed. For a limited time, you can get $20 off when you go to beamorganics.com slash Liz and use code Liz at checkout. That's B-E-A-M organics.com slash Liz and use code Liz at checkout for $20 off. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. I don't know if you guys watch the World Cup, if you are soccer fans or football fans, but even if you're not, this is one of the biggest events on Twitter because soccer is not just, you. Yeah, I mean, football here, like, like real football, like American football, it, well, it used to be, I guess it's not right now, but it used to be, you know, the Super Bowl was the, the thing that everybody in our country watched. Well, picture that, and then picture it times like 10, probably even times more than 10 because people all around the world tune into the World Cup. Um, Elon Musk was saying that this might be the big test of Twitter to see, well, can, can Twitter actually handle the World Cup traffic this year? So, huge pressure, enormous amount of eyes on the World Cup, but for I guess for soccer reasons. My eyes are on the World Cup. I do like soccer. I played soccer, probably like almost everyone else, but my eyes are on it now because of the politics of the thing. The Secretary of State in the Biden administration, Anthony Blinken, said that um, he commented on the fact that that FIFA, which is the the organizing body for international soccer, they issued a ban on players wearing armbands with rainbow, the rainbow emblem on them. So anything that's related to the LGBTQ ideology, to pride, to uh, gay rights, anything of that has been banned, not by Qatar, but by FIFA. Now, I find this to be very interesting, especially um, especially in the wake of the, win- the U.S. women's soccer controversy with them being so woke, demanding the same amount of money that the men make, even though they get a fraction of the viewership and a fraction of the ad revenue that the men make. Um, it's interesting that it wouldn't be the country of Qatar and their their repressive government that would make a rule like this, but that it would be FIFA who is bowing um, or bending a knee, I should say, to Qatar. Well, the Secretary of State, Biden's Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, said that he called this ban concerning. He said, it's always concerning from my perspective when we see any restrictions on freedom of expression. It's especially so when the expression is for diversity and for inclusion. And I gotta tell you, I don't think it's funny that Qatar engages in human rights abuses. I do think it's hilarious that a Biden administration official actually said the phrase, it's concerning from my perspective when we see any restrictions on freedom of expression, at the same time that Joe Biden himself, just last week, talked about all the different ways that the Biden administration can go after Elon Musk for the crime of Elon Musk making freedom of speech the rule on Twitter. That absolutely slayed me, cracks me up, because they don't Care about freedom of speech, the Biden administration. They only care about cow, about kowtowing to this woke agenda. For some reason, a radical, repressive, Muslim, perhaps even Islamist government in Qatar falls on their woke their 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 woke pyramid higher than um, higher than freedom of speech. Because it's one thing for Blinken and the Biden administration to say something like this. It's another thing for them to. Outright condemn the World Cup being hosted in this country, or um, you know, to, to negotiate in a little in a little harsher way with FIFA to say, "Listen, what you're doing is not okay. We don't want we the, the United States is not going to send our soccer team there." There was no such discussion that occurred. No such um, discussion. In fact, FIFA actually threatened sanctions on half a dozen European nations because their players were going to wear these armbands anyway. Even though, uh, even though FIFA said they couldn't, and they were going to wear these armbands anyway, FIFA says, "Well, we're going to we're going to impose sanctions on you." So this is where we are. Qatar itself is a predominantly Muslim country. They actually ban homosexuality. So you engage in any kind of homosexual sex act in Qatar, and you face a really severe penalty: fine, jail time, physical harm, um, up up to potentially death in Qatar if you engage in homosexuality. This. In the contrast here, again, the the political aspect of this or the politics of the thing is I'm just thinking about the NBA here in our country moving basketball games out of North Carolina. Why? Because North Carolina had said that biological males were not allowed in women's bathrooms, even if those biological males put on a dress and pretended that they were women. The NBA moved games out of North Carolina for that reason. The MLB, moved games out of, the all-star game actually, out of Georgia, costing Georgia business owners, including black-owned businesses, millions of dollars over Georgia's heartbeat bill. But FIFA is okay with a World Cup in Qatar despite the death penalty for gay people if they engage in homosexual acts. Okay. And where's the outcry from the left? Where's the outrage from the left? Where's the similar, the similar boycott? behavior from the left. Why are they not applying this abroad as they apply it here? Well, they're pretty silent. They Even the armband thing, honestly, is kind of pathetic virtue signaling. Like, what, what difference does that actually make in Qatar? What difference does that actually make to people sentenced to death for engaging in homosexual sex acts? It doesn't. It's, it's actually a way just to, to calm the consciences of all of the players who know that they shouldn't be playing in Qatar, all of the organizations who are sponsoring the teams who know that they shouldn't be playing in Qatar, all of the fans who don't really think that they should be supporting the economy of Qatar, which supports the government when the government is inflicting these human rights abuses. And so they say, okay, well, we'll put a little, we'll put a little stamp on our arm. We'll put a rainbow on our shirt. That'll show them. What's it gonna show them? Nothing, it's all about you, it's just virtue signaling. This is also after the left similarly ignored the slavery and death that occurred when Qatar built the facilities to host the World Cup. Literal slavery and outright death, people who were building. You'd think that that would cause someone in FIFA to say, ho, 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 wait just a second here, we're not bringing our tournament and all of our money and all of our fans and the eyeballs of the world to your country when you're when you're killing people over this. We'll just take it somewhere else. Because what happens is when FIFA just caves like this and takes the World Cup to Qatar anyway, it, it kind of means that they're shrugging their shoulders at the human rights abuses. It, it, it belittles it because they're just saying like, well, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna look the other way on this. That's blatantly immoral to look the other way when this kind of human rights abuse is happening. And Qatar itself, by the way, the government of Qatar, um, is very sympathetic to terrorism, radical Islamist terrorism. And that, that phrase that I use, very sympathetic to terrorism, is probably like the nicest, most vanilla way that I can phrase this. The government of Qatar is accused of actually financially sponsoring the terror group Hamas, which tries to destroy the state of Israel. Qatar had a charity or a so-called charity that was essentially just a front to finance Osama bin Laden and al-Qaeda. Qatar has sponsored al-Nusra. Like, this country is bad news. The government of this country is bad news. They actively give money to people who use that money to harm and kill People who don't adhere to Sharia law, while repressing people in their own nation, abusing, enslaving, and killing people so that they can make a buck off of the World Cup. How do you look the other way on this? How is this not a bigger controversy? Like, sure, there were some headlines about the arm, the rainbow armbands, and the the shirts with the with the rainbow flags on them, but that's not really the point. Like, the point is not that these players were wronged by. Qatar, or FIFA actually, depriving them the right to wear these bands. It's not really that these fans were wronged in a significant way by being told, no, you can't wear this, this pride emblem on your shirt. Yes, is that, is that a, a violation of free speech? Yes, of course it is, but the more serious problem is what Qatar is doing to human beings, not what they won't let you wear on their shirt. And so you're discharging your conscience by trying to virtue signal by wearing these emblems, but what are you actually doing? The answer to that is nothing. I don't understand why FIFA is doing this. I don't understand how a government like Qatar factors higher on their pyramid of wokeness than the human rights of these individuals. Their behavior, FIFA's behavior has been so bizarre when it's come to this particular World Cup. So travel back, journey back with me for a second to the World Cup in Brazil. In Brazil, FIFA, the organization forced Brazil to sell beer in the, in the stadiums where these soccer, play, these soccer games were being played. They forced them to. But now, in Qatar, FIFA is forbidding beer from being sold in the stadiums to be in alignment with the very restrictive laws about the sale and consumption of alcohol in the country itself. So now FIFA is the enforcer of this repressive regime in Qatar? What? How, how does this benefit FIFA? Truly, they could have hosted this in any other country. Why are they behaving like this? I was talking to my producer before we filmed this show, and he, we were talking about Qatar, and he was saying that he had a friend, his friend and his wife, and his friend's wife, visited Qatar, and this is such a security state everything is surveilled by cameras, that he hugged his wife, I think he might've given his wife a kiss on the streets as they were walking, they were they were tourists. Normal behavior, not tawdry, not lewd, not obscene. Five minutes after he gave his wife this innocent kiss while on the street, police approached him and police said to him, excuse me, sir, we saw what you did on the camera, we watched you engage in PDA on this camera. And his friend was like, and and the police were like, that's illegal, and if you do it again, we will kick you out of our country or throw you in jail. That's the reality of Qatar. Where's the outcry from the left? Where's the outcry about the human rights abuses? The way that this ties in to some of the domestic, cultural issues happening here in the United States is particularly striking given this feud between this, this Jojo Siwa, this Gen Z online influencer. She started as a YouTuber when she was a child. She's about 18 years old now. She identifies as, as some alphabet soup, LGBTQIA+, something like that. And she says that she will never talk to Candace Cameron Bure again. And the reason she gave for it is is striking. We're gonna talk about that in just a second, but first I wanna to talk to you about cozy earth. So let me ask you a question, how did you sleep last night? If you answer this question, well, not so great, or eh, just okay, or please don't ask, well, you're not alone. One out of every three Americans report being sleep deprived and your sheets could also be part of the problem. That's why I like cozy earth sheets. The wrong sheets can trap body heat, which leaves you boiling one minute, maybe sweating, and then as a result of sweating, you're freezing the next, and it's super gross, super disgusting. There is a solution, though. It's called Cozy Earth Sheets. They are the softest, most luxurious, and best temperature-regulating sheets on the planet. It's like sleeping on a cloud, which makes sense because they're made from bamboo, which allows Cozy Earth Sheets to breathe. So you sleep at the perfect temperature all year round. Cozy Earth even offers a 100-night sleep trial, which means you have up to 100 nights to sleep on it. Wash it, try it out, if you're not completely in love, just send it back for a full refund. But I have a feeling you will love it. I have Cozy Earth sheets on my bed at my house right now and I love them, I think you will too. And I got you a good deal. You can now save 35% on Cozy Earth bamboo bedding, 35%. Just go to CozyEarth.com Liz35. You have to hurry, this offer ends soon. That's CozyEarth.com liz 35 CozyEarth.com Liz35. So JoJo Siwa, maybe you've heard of her, maybe you haven't. She's the girl, she started out as a child star in YouTube. She's the girl with the blonde pigtails that come out of her head. Um, that's sort of her signature look and, and and sparkles on her cheeks and on her lips. Like, I don't know, maybe you've seen her if you haven't, then I just described, I don't know, a unicorn doll. Um, but the point of this is, now that she's reached the age of 18, for the past couple of years, she has embraced this LGBTQ identity and she's she's, Honestly, she's teaching it to children is what she's doing through her YouTube videos and her Instagram videos. She has had a tremendous influence over the very young children in our country because she's billed as children's entertainment. Um, super destructive influence that she's having on our children. And she's become somewhat of a um, militant LGBTQ activist, which is why she says she will never talk to Candace Cameron Bure. Again, Candace Cameron Bure is uh, DJ Tanner from Full House, of course, we all know that, who has starred on the Hallmark Channel for the past umpteen years in these really feel-good, happy-ending type of Hallmark movies. Candace Cameron Bray left Hallmark, though. This is the first year she's at the Great American Family Channel, and the reason she made the switch is because Hallmark started featuring uh, man man love stories and uh, deliberately placed in their movies some kind of LGBTQ agenda or character in every single movie. She moved to the Great American Family Channel because she said she she wanted to focus on stories that portrayed traditional marriage. Shouldn't be anything controversial about that, right? She said nothing negative about any particular gay person for being gay. She just said she wanted to focus on projects that had an element of faith and that focused on traditional marriage. And this is what JoJo Siwa said in response. By the way, maybe I should back up for a second and say, A couple months ago, JoJo Siwa issued a public and false allegation against Candace Cameron Bure saying that Candace Cameron Bure was the rudest celebrity that she'd ever met because she, at one point, ignored JoJo Siwa on a red carpet when JoJo came up to Candace and wanted to take a picture and said that, as a result, she named her publicly as the rudest celebrity. Candace Cameron actually called JoJo Siwa after that public allegation and said, when did this happen? I would never deliberately deliberately slight you in that way, and it turns out it was a total misunderstanding that she actually didn't see the child approach her because she was busy working on the red carpet. Um, Something JoJo probably should have clarified before slandering Candace Cameron's name publicly, but, just a little background on their previous relationship, but this is what Jojo Siwa said in response to Candace Cameron's public announcement that she was moving away from the Hallmark Channel to the Great American Family Channel because she wanted to focus on stories that centered on traditional marriage. Jojo Siwa said, we have not talked and I don't think we will ever again. That's what's effed up, she said, You not liking gay marriage, do your thing, girl. You being religious, do your thing, girl. Of course, I would want everyone to do what they want to do, but to purposely exclude someone because of who they love, that's bleepity. So she's insinuating, Jojo Siwa's insinuating that by Candace Cameron wanting to do faith-based movies that focus on traditional marriage, that that is somehow discriminatory towards gay people. And when I heard this comment, I thought, well, this is very interesting. This is very interesting because this illustrates, first of all, exactly why I don't support the gay marriage bill that's in Congress right now. But more importantly, it's a lie. It's a misrepresentation. It's it's simply not true. Jojo Siwa says that Candace Cameron Bray is excluding gay people from her movies on Great American Family Channel, and that's not the case. And if she had looked at Candace Cameron Bray's Instagram, which Candace used to post to address this publicly in detail, previous to JoJo's comments, then JoJo would have seen the truth. This is, what, this is what Candace Cameron Bray said. She said, I am a devoted Christian, which means that I believe that every human being bears the image of God. Because of that, I am called to love all people, and I do. If you know me, you know that I am a person who loves fiercely and indiscriminately. My heart yearns to build bridges and bring people one step closer to God to love others well, and to simply be a reflection of God's huge love for all of us. To the members of the media responsible for using this opportunity to fan flames of conflict and hate, I have a simple message. I love you anyway. To those who hate what I value and who are attacking me online, I love you. To those who have tried to assassinate my character, I love you. To everyone reading this of any race, creed, sexuality, or political party, including those who have tried to bully me with name-calling, I love you. I have long wanted to find a home for more faith-based programming. I'm grateful to be an integral part of a young and growing network. I had also expressed in my interview, which was not included, that people of all ethnicities and identities have and will continue to contribute to the network in great ways, both in front and behind the camera, which I encourage and fully support. I've never been interested in proselytizing through my storytelling, but in celebrating God's greatness in our lives and through the stories I tell. Beautiful statement by the way, beautiful statement. If JoJo had taken the time to go to her Instagram and read that, then she would have realized that Candace Cameron Bray has no intention of discriminating against against LGBTQ people at this new network. She simply is going to focus the stories centered on traditional marriage. So we have to establish that fact before we move to the, the bigger picture, before we zoom out on JoJo Siwa's bigotry, because that's exactly what this is. JoJo Siwa herself is accusing Candace Cameron Bray of being a bigot, but she's not. She's not a bigot. It is Jojo Siwa who is being a bigot, and here's and we're gonna talk about why in just a second, but first I wanna talk to you about Genucel. If you want your skin to look years younger, then Genucel Skincare is the way to go awesome products. That, my friends, is a testimonial from April who lives in Rockport, Illinois, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is that easy to look years younger with Skin Skincare. Celebrate the holidays early with Genucel's most popular package, for 70% off at Genyacel.com. Treat yourself to the only skincare products you'll ever need, finally. is so confident that you'll love your look, every Genyacel order has a 120-day money-back guarantee. And for a limited time, every most popular package includes Genyacel's Hyaluronic Acid Correcting Serum for free, just for you. Genucel has delighted happy customers for years by treating tens of millions of everyday skin problems. I'm talking like wrinkles, dark spots, dry skin, sagging jawline, facial redness, even those annoying bags and puffiness for men and women just like you. And with their immediate effects product, Genucel guarantees results in as little as 12 hours or you get your money back. So order today at genusel.com slash Liz. Your most popular package includes a complimentary gift set plus free express shipping. That's genusel.com slash Liz. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Liz. Okay. Okay. So we have the background of Jojo Siwa misinterpreting, misrepresenting Candace Cameron Bray's position on allowing LGBTQ people to be part of her new channel, The Great American Family Channel. This misrepresentation, really this this lying, this slander, this character assassination from JoJo at Candace is not new, this is actually the second time this year that JoJo has tried to cancel Candace Cameron over a false allegation. But what this shows us, aside from just establishing the fact that JoJo is a liar here, it shows us that JoJo Siwa, in her position, that she is actually the bigoted one. She is a bigot. JoJo Siwa is a bigot. Because she says she'll never talk to Candace Cameron Bure, again, over Candace Cameron Bure's position, accepting the biblical definition of marriage as one man and one woman. And let's just be very clear here. The LGBTQ lobby never wanted tolerance. They never wanted acceptance. They never wanted equality under the law. They actually want to force you to celebrate their ideology. They don't respect you as a person of faith. They don't respect your belief. They don't actually mean the things that they say, you do you, believe what you wanna do, you do your thing, girl. They don't mean that at all, and their actions show this. They want to force you to celebrate the LGBTQ ideology or else they want to penalize you. They want to subject you to insults and character assassination. They want to ostracize you from society, maybe even from your workplace, from opportunity. They want to cancel you over your faith, over your acknowledgement that the biblical definition of marriage cannot be changed by a government. The biblical definition of marriage is between one man and one woman. It's real tolerant, isn't it? isn't it, coming from the people who claim that they want tolerance for themselves and their own lifestyle choices. But th- this is why I don't trust the gay marriage bill in front of Congress right now. They claim, oh, it has it has provisions that protect religious liberty, that protect people of faith practicing their beliefs, even, even if they embrace the biblical interpretation of marriage. I don't believe you. I don't believe the left, because the left has shown us that They're not looking for tolerance, they're not looking for acceptance, they're not even looking for equality under the law. They're looking for a way to leverage their ideology to force you to not only accept it, but celebrate it, or they will punish you. Just like JoJo Siwa is trying to punish Candace Cameron Bure. This is actually a human rights abuse in and of itself, at least it's the attempt by the left and the LGBTQ lobby to fundamentally deprive American citizens of the right to exercise their religion, which is an abridgment of our inherent God-given rights that the government is set up specifically to protect. And these, these two things, these seem contradictory, right? The two stories that we're talking about, the World Cup and Jojo Siwa. It seems contradictory to want to cancel, for the left in our country to want to cancel a Christian actress who's making Hallmark movies or happy holiday movies, Merry Christmas movies maybe is a better way to put it, because she embraces traditional marriage, while also the left stays quiet, or mostly quiet aside from a little pointless virtue signaling, when the World Cup is hosted in Qatar, where the penalty for homosexuality can be death. Hmm, a little inconsistency there, but maybe this should come as no surprise to us. Maybe it isn't really inconsistent given what the left's agenda for our country is. I don't know if you guys have been following the uh, Balenciaga story. Balenciaga is a luxury brand and they released their their fall campaign photographs and a little warning here, if you're watching with children, then you should either... (laughs) turn your screen away from them or walk away before we put these on the screen. I want to show you these pictures. This is what Balenciaga released for their most recent ad campaign. These photos are horrendous. They show toddlers and the, in the, these toddlers, who by the way are styled to look gender neutral, are they boys? Are they girls? Who knows. And it's weird to style toddlers like that, but that's not really the problem. What are they holding? They're holding bears wearing BDSM attire, so leather, bondage, this is, this is perverted, violent, sexual fetish play and they're having little babies hold this stuff. That is so messed up. That is so grotesque. That is so abusive to those children. Like what, 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 are they, what is Balenciaga trying to portray here? Are they trying to associate little children with, with violent sexual fetishes, with leather bondage? Because that's what they're doing with these pictures. So you probably have seen this part, You've probably seen the part if you zoom up on some of these photos of this ad campaign, you can can see a Supreme Court decision relating to child pornography. So what we are inferring, they are implying. We are not making something out of nothing. They intended, the message they intended to illustrate with his ad campaign was the violent sexualization of children. Is your stomach upset? Is your stomach churning? Because mine is just talking about that and thinking about this. So the outcry against this was so loud and so strong, kudos to so many people, that Balenciaga pulled this ad campaign and they released this as their apology. They said, we sincerely apologize for any offense our holiday campaign may have caused. Our plush bear bags should not have been featured with children in this campaign. We've immediately removed the campaign from all platforms. First of all, our plush bear bags, why don't you call them what they are? They are BDSM dressed bears. They're dressed in leather bondage harnesses. They're not just bags, they're not just plush bears. Say what it is. If you're uncomfortable saying what it is, maybe it's because you shouldn't be selling that. We sincerely apologize, they say, for any offense that may have been caused. Why don't you apologize because what you did was offensive? Don't just apologize because we were offended. What you did was wrong. You apologize for what is wrong. You don't apologize because someone interpreted something in a way that might have offended them. They go on to say, we apologize for displaying unsettling documents in our campaign. Unsettling documents? The child porn Supreme Court case? Name it. They say we take this matter very seriously and are taking legal action against the parties responsible for creating the set and including unapproved items for our spring 23 campaign photo shoot. We strongly condemn abuse of children in any form. We stand for children for children's safety and well-being. I mean, I'm glad they're taking legal action against whoever decorated the set. I assume it was a third-party vendor that they had contracted to do this, but they're deflecting responsibility. This is not enough. I do not accept this apology as 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 enough, just unsettling documents. You're promoting BDSM, you're posing children. This picture I refuse to even post. They have a picture of a child reclining in a sexualized position around this violent fetish, whatever you want to call it, paraphernalia. Heads must roll at Balenciaga. Who designed this? Who approved this? Even if you have a third party vendor Do you know the kind of red tape that that, uh, that exists at companies like this in order to actually get something approved? Who approved this? Who staged it? Who photographed this? Who hired those children? And for that matter, what parents would allow their child to be exploited like this? Who posted this on social media? Fire everyone involved all the way to the top. In the military, generals can be relieved of duty. If someone as low as as a junior enlisted does something egregious, the general can be punished for it. That's what should happen at Balenciaga as well. Fire everyone. And investigate the people who allowed the children to be exploited in this way. I don't know who did this, if it's agents, if it's their parents. Good God, it makes you wonder if these children are actually being abused that their parents would allow them to be portrayed in this manner. It's, It's... there's some irony here because Balenciaga cut ties with the artist formerly known as Kanye West after his comments, his anti-Semitic comments. They cut ties with you because he's offensive, yet this is the non-apology we get when they sexualize children. Kim Kardashian's been associated with this brand. I would love to hear a statement from her. Do you stand against the sexualization of children, children being exploited with violent sexual fetish imagery, or are you just going to be quiet? What about the leftists who are virtue signaling about the human rights abuses in Qatar? We gonna hear anything from them? What about leftists who claim they want equality? What about Jojo Siwa who says she stands against hate? We gonna hear anything from these leftists? And this is where the tie-in, this is where it, it all comes together for me, because the left is squishy on Qatar. They virtue signal a little bit, but they don't mean it or they wouldn't partake in this. Despite Qatar's human rights abuses, they're perfectly fine going there, playing, being fans, whatever. But maybe that makes sense that the left is squishy on Qatar despite Qatar's human rights abuses because the left's domestic agenda here in the United States is likewise the human rights abuse of children and people of faith. They have complete intolerance. The left has complete intolerance of anyone who wants to live according to biblical principles. They actively advocate for persecution, whether it's medical providers who don't want to abort children or trans children, whether it's the cake baker in Colorado who didn't want to use his free expression to celebrate something that he believes is that he's religiously opposed to, whether it's an actress who wants to celebrate traditional marriage. And then children. The left is transing children. They're sexually mutilating children. They're embracing queer theory in schools which advocates for pedophilia. And they're portraying children with violent sexual fetish fetish paraphernalia. So maybe, what we're seeing from leftists in Qatar isn't so foreign. Maybe this squishy response to abuse of people's basic human rights is the practice of the left here too. On a little bit lighter note, I know we talk about these heavy topics all the time because it's necessary to talk about them because if we don't talk about them, we can't fully understand the reality of the political enemy we're facing, which means we can't fight back against it. So we have to talk about this heavy stuff. But a little bit lighter note to go into to go into the Thanksgiving Day holiday, Alex Berenson on his Substack Unreported Truths posted the following post. I want to read it to you. He said, at 7.59 p.m. on Saturday, November 19th, Captain Patrick Ford collapsed at the controls of his American Eagle, Embraer 175, only seconds after the 76-seat jet had left the runway in Chicago. Ford was speaking to an air traffic controller at Chicago O'Hare, one of the world's busiest airports, when his voice abruptly stopped. Can I help you, the controller anxiously asked, seconds later. We need to return, captain is incapacitated, Ford's co-pilot coolly reported. The jet, bound for Columbus, Ohio, had barely reached 2,000 feet of altitude. Any mistake could have led it to crash within seconds but the emperor's co-pilot, captain Brandon Hendrickson, took control. Hendrickson brought the jet to 5000 feet and within minutes had it back on the ground at O'Hare. Though Hendrickson was in the first officer's seat, he was actually overseeing Ford as a che- a line check airman because Ford was so new to Envoy Air, a regional carrier owned by American Airlines. Ford's body remained in the pilot's seat throughout. The reason that I want to that I wanted to share that with you is because I read this earlier and I thought to myself, We so often talk about bad things and bad people who do bad things that I wanna highlight for a moment a hero, a man who was given the opportunity in a terrible circumstance to do something that saved people's lives, to do something that saved a tremendous amount of humanity, to be calm and courageous and to let his training take hold. And Captain Brandon Hendrickson did just that. So I think, Always, we should highlight heroes, but specifically when so often we talk about the bad people who do bad things, we should also talk about good people who do good things. And today, a big kudos goes to Captain Brandon Hendrickson for your courage and for doing what you were trained to do and saving that 76-seat 76, that 76 plane from what could have been a terrible, terrible tragedy. Um, and also, kinda makes you wonder, doesn't it, about the captain that died? and whether or when he'd received his latest jab. Just makes you wonder. Guys, I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. I am grateful. I am thankful for you. I am thankful for what we're fighting for. I'm thankful to be fighting it together here with you um, every day. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show.